0: Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death, and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi,
1: everybody. Welcome to our inaugural show. I'm Julie. I'm your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us. Today, um, my intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We already have several callers on hold, so let's go ahead and get started with their questions. And first one is Mary. Mary, hi, Mary. I'm here. Great. How are you this evening?
2: Okay. I'm very pleased to speak with you. Oh, terrific. I'm delighted that you've
1: joined us. Mary. Where are you I have your website from? in front of me. I'll You're a very you. attractive lady. Oh, thanks. Uh, blonde, like myself. You <laughs> sweet thing. Where are you calling from, Mary? I'm calling from Florida. Okay. Terrific. Well, I'm in Sweet Home, Alabama, so not too far.
2: <laughs> not too far.
1: How may I help you?
2: Okay, the reason I'm calling, I understand you're a medical intuitive, and I've been suffering with uh, conditions for about three years, um, pretty much uh, steadily, and I've been uh, to multiple places. I'm getting different answers. None are conclusive or uh, resolving of the issues that are going on. There may be more than one, and uh, if you would do a medical scan and... um, Tell me what you're yeah. picking up. Sure, great help for me.
1: Sure, absolutely. What I'm going to do, Mary, is I'm going to get you on my radar. And I, how I do that is I raise my vibrational level really high to the level of spirit, and um, and then there's a laser beam that goes from my my sternum, uh, and it's going to go directionally and and uh, get to you. So I see it going southeast. From where I am, all right, I got you on my screen. Okay, lots of inflammation, lots of inflammation. Let me get underneath that and see what's going on. There's a blue energetic, uh, uh, it kind of looks like that blue gel that's in the um, refreezable ice packs that you get at the doctor's office that's being applied to your energy field right now so that I can um, get underneath it and see what's going on. Uh. Okay. You your the the energy always goes to where it's needed first, Mary. Yes. And um what I'm seeing is your stomach and your GI tract looks like it's diseased or sick or something. Let me get oh. underneath that and see what's going on with that. Um like from your esophagus down to your um down through your stomach. And uh it's all right, let me see. You have an over you have an overabundance of yeast in your stomach. It looks believe that. It looks like um, you know that white powder that's on a yeast roll, Mary? Yes. That um, when you go to a restaurant or you can buy it in the grocery store. And if you Google systemic yeast infections, systemic candida. Yes, I'm very familiar with that. I had been treated with that in the past. Okay. All right. You you got a bunch of it, and it's all through your GI tract. It's from your esophagus down through your stomach and in your intestines. So that those little yeasty critters can release up to 100 known toxins into the bloodstream, and they can wreak all kinds of havoc on our bodies. So um, something that you want to research, too, is nystatin, N y s t. Yes,
2: I've been treated in the past with nystatin. Okay. My-
1: Okay. Well, you wanna you wanna revisit that because that's what's going on,
2: right? Okay. I went to um, for one thing. I went to a gynecologist and I asked them if they did um, a urine culture specific to check the yeast, and they told me no. They just did a, a basic urine for um, the sugar or whatever. They didn't get into any. Yeast thing at all. Um, I I told my um, primary doctor in the past that I had been treated for that, and he did give me a course of statin because I had been on multiple antibiotics for right, and that Mary. makes the
1: yeast worse. So yes, it does Mary the I'm best thinking, thing? The best thing to do is to um, Google. There's a book called "The Missing Diagnosis" by Doctor. I
2: believe I, I've. Okay. I've heard of it or read parts of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and
1: you and and the doctor is Orion Trust, T R U S S M D. He's a Cornell educated physician. Read his book again. That's what's going on. It's completely healable and there's no long-term effects. So, thanks so much and, for calling
2: and Can eat- I ask you if the um uh, if I I was taking the uh probiotics for a while? And now I'm eating yogurt. Um, is that, do you think that will clear up some of this?
1: Yeah, it will help, but I really think that you need to revisit the nystatin with what I'm the seeing. nystatin
2: you yeah. think will, will yeah. definitely.
1: You, you have so much yeast, Mary, that it almost looks like a paste. If you make a paste out of baking soda, you know, it it's it's pretty bad. Well,
2: who would you recommend I see to, um, other than, say, talking to my primary, where would I go, you know, in that direction? Because a lot of them just roll their eyes. And...
1: Yeah, I think if you, um, you're you going to probably need an internist, go back to Dr. Truss's book. There are different um, uh, resources online, and you should be able to find an internist, research who the internists are, and see if there's any in your area that specialize in that.
2: Internist. Yeah.
1: Okay. yeah. And so, uh,
2: if Do you have a lot of callers waiting? I do. Oh, so
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna going go.
2: to. I uh, wanted to know if I stayed on the line, I lost a cat yesterday. I had it put to oh, sleep, and I'm it sorry. came on very suddenly. And yeah, I'll come I back to you. you could,
1: How about if that? If you had if time I to time. just
2: touch on that,
1: I would love to. I would love to. So thanks so much for your call. I really appreciate it, and I'm delighted you're part of our first.
2: So first I'll just show. hold on the line, okay. and maybe if yeah. you have a chance, uh, I'll
1: come back around. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks Mary. So so very much, Julie. You bet. Bye-bye. Okay. back later. Hi, Brent. Are you there? Let's see if I can get you. uh, There we go. Brent, can you hear me? Hi, Julie. Hi, Brent. How are you?
3: I'm doing well. Yourself?
1: Good, thanks. Where are you calling from?
3: Broken Arrow, Oklahoma.
1: Broken Arrow. Okay. Well, how may I help you this evening?
3: Well, I like to see what you see in me when you scan me. I've had some um, diagnosis, and I like to see what um, your okay. diagnosis is.
1: Okay. <laughs> Let me get you up on my radar. Like you heard me tell Mary, I um I will uh, see a laser beam go from me to you, and um, I'll get you in front of me and. Okay. You, um, low energy, first of all, you look like you're exhausted. Um, second of all, you look, you look like you may have a low grade viral infection going on. So let me get underneath that and, um, see if I can figure out what's happening along those lines. Uh, um, your liver looks inflamed to me. Um, especially, by the way, I don't edit anything I see. Because, and when I say I see it, Brent, it's in my mind's eye. It's like I have right. a big screen TV in my head, and I'm looking at an x-ray or an MRI or a CT scan. It's like my head's a big satellite dish or something. And so... I don't edit anything because I believe, who am I to judge what somebody needs to hear? I'm just the messenger. So um, your liver looks especially inflamed to me. So what I'm going to do is use that blue energy that I was talking about with Mary. Let me see if I can get that calmed down and see what's going on with that Um your liver's just tired from processing a lot of toxins. Um, Is this making sense at all to you? Is this resonating with you?
3: Somewhat, Uh, I I didn't realize it was um, that bad. what I was told, and I don't know if this is true or not, my understanding was um, I'm experiencing a fatty liver issue, whatever. I, I lost a lot of weight a couple yeah. of years back um, Yeah, your li- quick.
1: Your liver's trying to, you know, it's just like working overtime trying to process whatever the toxins are. Um
3: hmm. I know.
1: I don't get that it's a fatty liver issue. It's definitely a liver issue. Um oh. there are a couple of books that I would recommend. One is uh the Bulletproof Diet Book. If you go to bulletproofexec.com and follow that regimen um that can help your liver detox and then the other one is a book by uh Dr Mark Dr Mark Hyman H Y M A N it's called eat fat get thin and he talks a lot about liver detoxing and and what certain foods can do to stress out our liver but i really believe that's what's going on again i think it's completely fixable i think i think you can um give your body a boost by what you eat and and i think you're going to you know, be able to heal. Okay. Okay. So thank you so much for calling. I appreciate it. And um, I'm okay. excited you could be on our first session with us. So. Well, well, thank you. You bet. You bet. Take care. Okay. I have gotten several questions in from people all over the world and who've asked me to scan them so I'm gonna read one of those here real quickly and then we'll get another caller on Um, this one is from a someone named Banu or Banu from Turkey and I believe it's a woman and she asks hi Julie I would love to ask about me and my family I'm single 41 and want to find my soulmate I also want a baby Am I going to get all I want? Would you please scan my health and also my spirit to see whether I'm healthy or not? Thanks. And here's my response. Hi, Banu. When I got you on my radar, you looked exhausted and have some heavy metal, in particular lead, residual in your system. Could your water be contaminated? Or are you perhaps living in a building with lead pipes or lead paint on the walls? I'm getting it's an environmental issue that's causing your medical situation. During the healing phase of my skin, I was able to push a lot of the metal out of your system. Once it was removed, I could see your organs are inflamed from the lead contaminants. So, in order to heal your body, please drink purified water as much as possible. In addition, I did a Google search for foods that remove metals from the body. According to naturalnews.com, the following foods can help clear heavy metals from your body. Fruit, including apples, bananas, beets, grapes, and citrus. Cruciferous vegetables such as broccoli, kale, and cabbage contain antioxidants that increase the production of detoxifying enzymes in the body. And sulfur-rich foods such as eggs, Brussels sprouts, onions, and garlic can help the body to eliminate heavy metals such as lead. In addition, beets and carrots are able to remove some heavy, heavy metals. Also, I get that you'll meet your soulmate although it may not be a romantic soulmate, and that there is a baby's energy over your shoulder. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean you'll birth a baby. You may get one through another means. It may even include being very close to and enjoying someone else's baby in your life. Thanks for your question. By the way, when I see a baby's energy over a mother, baby's energy will attach to the mother sometimes years before it's conceived. And it looks like a ball of... Um, of energy kind of like what an orb would look like and it reminds me of when glenda the good witch floated into munchkin land in the wizard of oz so um keep that in mind when you hear me talking about a baby's energy because it attaches to the mother's energy field before it's born and also interestingly enough Baby's energy can attach to the adopted mother's energy field as well. It's not just birth mothers. So, okay, let's go back to another caller here. Uh, Let's see. Okay. Is this Trish? Trish, are you on? Hello. Hi, Trish. Hey. Hi. Hey. Where are you
4: calling from? Thank you. I'm from Connecticut.
1: Connecticut. Huh? Well, how from may
4: Connecticut,
3: I...
1: Connecticut, yeah. I'm I delighted you you're with call. us. You bet. How may I help you?
4: So,
3: well, I have a medical question, but is it okay if it's about my dog? Absolutely. So, I have, I have a dog, Coco, and Coco has been ill for about a year and a half, and we found out he was ill because he had a significant GI bleed and found out that he had what they call low platelets or the, the, the medical term was thrombocytopenia. So he's been on steroids and um, um, an immunosuppressant drug, golly, like almost six months, off and on, we've tapered, we've checked his platelets, adjusted. But he appears to be healthy. My question is, is there something else I need to do for him that would perhaps make his platelets better forever? Or do you do you think he's gonna meet? His demise will be related to the thrombocytopenia, or you know, is he gonna have a short or long life? Or I'm I'm kind of scared to ask that question. I I think I want to (laughs) know.
1: You sound like you're a doctor. Are you a doctor? I'm a nurse. Oh, okay. I'm a nurse. (laughs) So you're talking in doctor speak here about your dog. (laughs) Well, yes.
3: Okay. All right. Okay. Well, yes, I'm. You know, <laughs> I'm a nurse, so okay. I probably know too much. But I, 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 you know, I'd like to know if there's something that we're missing on him, or if there's something else besides these drugs that potentially have the, you know, could potentially kill him. Just long term therapy. Yeah. So I'm just kind of groping for some answers.
1: Okay. Coco's on my radar. Coco's spirit is out of his body right now, which means he's dying. Again, I don't edit Mm -hmm. anything, Trish. So Uh if you go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, animals' uh-huh. spirits, like human spirits, if you go to the 12 phases of transition tab on my website, you'll see that the uh-huh. spirit exits the body through the top of the head, and the same with animals. So Coco's spirit is attached to the top of his head, but it kind of looks like the bubble that you'd see in a cartoon caption, you know, where the words uh-huh. are in a cartoon. And um, so I'm unable to scan his body medically because when the spirit isn't in the body, it it's like they're not plugged into a light source. So it would be like looking at an X-ray or an MRI when the MRI isn't plugged in, if you will. Uh-huh. Now, having uh-huh. said that, I ask when humans are dying, I ask them three questions and I ask the animals the same questions. And those are, are you ready to go? Coco's telling me no, he's not. Uh-huh. Are you in pain? Uh-huh. He's telling me no, he's not in pain. What do you uh-huh. need? And what is it? Let me ask him that one. What do you need? He's saying just to be with his family.
3: Oh, so he, he, you you know, don't. I mean, he doesn't seem like he's suffering. How will I know when it's time? I mean, at some point. I mean, well, I mean, I'll. I guess I'll. I'll know. But is there something we can do to make anything better?
1: He's telling me that you're going to know when it's time when he can't hold food and he can't control his his bowels you're gonna oh, know okay. that that's that that's when you know he's really uh-huh. ready to go but right now he's telling me he just wants to be with you and the rest of the family so I think okay. um, that's probably the best thing that you can do for him right now and it sounds like you're getting him terrific care and and it I've seen when somebody's spirit is out of their body or when an animal's spirit is out of their body. And again, if you go to Uh AskJulieRyan.com, you'll see graphics of the 12 phases of transition when somebody's dying or when an animal's Uh dying. But what I find Uh is that those transition phases can take days, weeks, months. So it doesn't mean that it's going to happen tomorrow. You know, he may be around. Could it
3: take a year?
1: It could take a while. It just—it's okay. just, you know, nobody—nobody nobody knows except except uh, God and the universe and spirit and yeah. and, and all of that. Yeah. So sure. um, So enjoy him cool. while you have him. Give him all the love you can. And, and absolutely. Good luck. Thank you for calling. Alrighty. Thank you. You bet. You're Bye-bye. welcome. Thank you. Bye bye. Okay, let's grab another call here. And, um, hi, can you hear me? Hello? Hi, can you hear me? Hi, yeah. Great. Tell me your first name.
4: My name is Michelle.
1: Hi, Michelle. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Providence, Rhode Island. Hi, Michelle from Providence. How may I
3: help you? Well, I am um, going through some testing and some medical tests, and I'm a little concerned, so I thought maybe I would
2: chat with you about it and do sure. um, what we can do. Okay,
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. Let me get you on my radar and then we'll see what comes up here. Uh, let's see. Okay. Providence. We have two calls from New England back to back. Wow. All right. So my radar, my, there's this laser beam as I, you've heard me say is kind of, it goes from my sternum and it goes directionally. So it's heading northeast because I'm in Alabama. So it's heading northeast. Okay, I got a lock on you. All right, let me see. What I'm going to do, Michelle, is I'm going to shoot energy up from your feet up through the top of your head, and I'm going to see what comes up. Um your energy field is really bright, really bright. You you must be a very vibrant woman because it's almost like I need to put my Maui Jim sunglasses on <laughs> to, get, to get underneath this brightness. Holy moly, girl. You must, like, light up our room when you walk in. Um, I'm just so quiet. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, it's your energy field is very, very bright, which, which you. yeah, you bet. Okay, what I'm doing is trying to get underneath that. Okay, let's see. I'm having to try and dim it down a little bit. This doesn't happen that often, Michelle. You know, you're obviously very extraordinary that I'm seeing this. I've had
3: readings before where I've been told that. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm an artist, so I think that light that is more of a creative energy
1: yeah yeah
3: what the main
1: thing I'm seeing is really low fit low which is really wild because you're so vibrant energy field wise I'm seeing really low energy you look exhausted to I me mean, you look very fatigued um, let me get underneath that and and it looks and and this is really wild the dichotomy of this because on one sense you're on one hand your energy fields like about a bazillion watt light bulb and on the other sense your actual body is operating on about a 20 watt light bulb does that resonate with you at all low energy and feeling fatigued and um yeah okay all right okay let me see if i can shoot some energy through your body and light you up and see what's going on with that How old are you Michelle? 50.
3: Okay. 51.
1: All right. Are hey, are you on hormones? No. Okay. All right. You're um you're I, I think you're in perimenopause. I'm getting a yes that you're in perimenopause. So look up buy Google bioidentical hormones.
3: Okay, and, yeah, I, know, I know what those are. Yep. You know
1: what those are. For, yep. for every everybody else that's listening that doesn't know what those are, those are um, molecules in hormones that match what the body manufactures itself. Okay, pharmaceutical hormones have extra molecules added to them so that they their, their formulas can be patented. I think what's going on with you is really hormonal related. What I'm going to do is I'm going to shoot some estrogen through you 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 light up right away. You, uh, check out the bioidentical hormones. And I'll tell you, somebody who has really educated the masses on this is um, Suzanne Summers, the actress. Yeah, I
3: was say Suzanne Summers, yeah. She
1: is just she is brilliant and she has just done so much research and interviewed some of the top most brilliant minds in the world on this. So I would um, research her books. I would, the other one that I would recommend is um, Christian Northrup MD. And I believe, yep. I believe she's in Maine. She's up in your neck of the woods and um, she's a board certified OBGYN who I don't think is practicing anymore, but I, I would, Michelle, I would recommend that you look into that. I think that's what's okay. going Okay. Okay. Thanks for calling. Really so, appreciate so it. I, what-
2: the medical tests that I have coming
1: up are not coming up on your radar at all. Then. No, not at all. Okay. And 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 Michelle, interestingly enough, the energy always goes to where it's needed first. So it, um, it it's not coming up now. That doesn't mean that there isn't something else going on. But the biggest issue that I'm seeing with you is the hormone related stuff. Okay. Okay. And it's very so it, it's very fixable. Very fixable. It, it definitely. Um, is in line with my um, my gut instinct about all of it. So. Okay. Well and okay. the and the other thing is since the is going there first, I recommend you look into that first and you may find that some of your other symptoms that you're getting tests on may subside or may may cease. Okay. Okay. So check that out and see what see what comes up. Okay. Okay, great. You bet. Thanks for calling. Okay. Thanks. You bet. Bye bye. Okay let me Let me do another question from one of our other uh, online questions that's been submitted. Uh, this is from Lena in Sweden. And she says, Hi, Julie. I was so happy when I saw I could ask you a question. I was walking and listening to Law of Attraction Radio, and you were on there. I've been a midwife since 1987. For me, it's just work. I've never felt like I belong. I feel lost and would love something else to do. Can you tell me where to go? Can you see my life's purpose? Perhaps you can communicate with my guardian angel or a deceased loved one of mine. Many thanks. Lena. So here's my answer. Hi, Lena. When I got you on my radar, your maternal grandmother's spirit was standing next to you on the right. I took your advice and asked your grandmother for her input. She suggested you look into teaching midwifery to others. She said you have so much knowledge and compassion for others that it could be really helpful to those just entering the field and how they care for their patients. She also told me you have a terrific bedside manner that comforts moms while they're in labor. Having been a mom in labor, that is invaluable. I can say that on the side. She especially wants you to impart that skill on your students. Your grandmother thinks teaching midwifery instead of actually doing it could free up your schedule so you can pursue other interests and possibly increase your income at the same time. Good luck with the adventure, whatever it may turn out to be. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth Bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature-regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing, they've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So, if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y-Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth bedding. I love them and so will you. Okay. Let's go back and find another caller here. Uh, let's try this one. Hi there. Hi, can you hear me? Hello. Uh, are you talking to
5: me? Yeah. Hi. Oh, hi, Julie. This is Sunny.
1: Hi, Sunny. How are you?
5: Uh, I'm good. Yeah, I just called in to listen to the show.
1: Oh, terrific. Okay, did you have a question?
5: Um well since we just did the session, I don't have any health questions, but um I guess you can address maybe, you know, other aspects.
1: Okay. Sonny, tell everybody where you're calling from.
5: Um, I'm in Austin, Texas. Okay,
1: great. Thanks. Okay. So do you have a question on something else?
5: Um, well I guess this is kind of odd, but it's something I can really think of. Um I have a lot of dreams where there's like ghosts or I'm like in haunted houses and, uh-huh. and this has been going on for years. And so I'm just kind of curious if that means anything or, or it's just a dream.
1: <laughs> well, can you tell me about the dreams a little bit? Just you're in haunted houses. Are you scared? Are you fascinated? Are you all the above?
5: Um, Usually it's, there's kind of just this, eerie feeling that I have Uh and the the majority of them I don't actually see any ghosts um although I do sometimes it's usually just a feeling that I have and I can kind of just know that you know the house I'm in is haunted because I can feel it Mm -hmm. and it's kind of yeah it's like an unsettling eerie feeling um but there have been a few dreams where I wasn't scared and you know it seemed fine okay
1: okay well first of all Scary ghosts are—that's um, Hollywood, Sonny. That's that is put together by people who um, have done entertainment value projects. You know, like movies and TV shows and stuff like that. Scary mm-hmm. scary ghosts don't exist. First of all, Casper, the friendly ghost. Did you ever watch Casper when you were a kid growing up? Yeah. yeah. You know, Casper loved all ghosts. He thought all ghosts were friendly and he was right. They are. Ghosts are just spirits that don't know they're dead. So there isn't anything to fear with ghosts, first of all. Secondly, we're way more powerful in our bodies when our spirits are in our bodies than spirits or ghosts. So if you get freaked out, because you feel like there's a ghost in the room or there's there's a spirit energy that's kind of wigging you out a little bit, all you have to do is tell them to go away and they'll go away. Nine times mm-hmm. out of ten, they are people that love you and um, are there to support you. But sometimes you're picking up their energy. And some spirits are easier. It's easier for them to control their energy than others, the ones that are more experienced at it. So when there's phenomena that occur, like, you know, there's a book flying off the shelf or or a light switch goes on or something along those lines, that's just a spirit or a ghost that doesn't know how to control their energy. It's nothing to be afraid of ever. But just always remember, if you get scared, just tell them to leave, and they'll leave immediately.
5: Okay? I guess a question I have is... um if it's something I should maybe try to, to develop or not, because I have had dreams where it's like, I'll just be in my apartment in the dream and there's like a ghost, you know, and then I'm like, and then I know like they don't realize that they're dead and I kind of have to like tell them. And so, you know, I just want am I just like sensitive And should I just ignore it or is it something I should try to develop?
1: No, no, absolutely not. As far as ignoring it, um, Sunny, everybody is born with the ability to perceive. Okay. Everybody's born with the same radar that you hear me talking about and that, that we talked about when we had our private session earlier. Um, some you know it's kind of like people. Everybody's born with the ability to sing. Some people sing off key. Some people sing really good. Some people study, mm-hmm. and you're like Renee Fleming, the opera star. You know she has a PhD in opera singing. I don't even know you could get a PhD in opera singing, and and so <laughs> she's yeah. obviously studied it and developed it over the years that's how I got my abilities I learned this stuff in my mid-30s because I was interested in it I graduated from a school that taught me how to do the basics and then I've developed it for more than the past 20 years so absolutely if it's interesting to you the uh, a book I can recommend to get you started is called Hands of Light by Barbara Brennan and uh barbara brennan by the way mm-hmm. has a um she has a school in florida that is accredited you can get a bachelor's degree in this stuff now so i think that being a medical intuitive is a natural ability that we all have. It's just, it's just developing it. And, and also small children have the ability. Um, Usually kids under four are really good at sensing things. When my son was little and I'd be rocking him to sleep at night and feeding him his bottle when he was a baby, he more than once sat up and he said, mommy, what's that red ball up in the corner? And he pointed to the corner and I hadn't developed my skill yet. So I said, Oh, honey, it's just energy. I didn't discount it. So when our little children, especially say something to us about an imaginary friend, or they see something, they're really seeing them. So when we tell them, Oh, honey, it's just your imagination, don't pay any attention to that. It, sh- it, it teaches them to shut it down. So it's, it's useful in all areas of our life. So I encourage you to develop it. Thanks for mm-hmm. calling, Sonny. I really appreciate it, and uh, I'm welcome. delighted that that you could join us this evening. So, um, take care.
3: Okay.
1: Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Let's go to the next caller. Hi there. This is Julie. Who's this? Can you hear me? Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Well, say something. Well, I guess it's not working. So we'll just have to put you back on hold with that one. Okay. Let's go to another question from um, online. Isabella from Portugal asked, Hi, Julie. Thanks so much for the wisdom and insights you share. I have a question regarding my left foot. It's been swollen for five weeks, and I can't walk properly. The sensations vary in strength, and the location of the pressure differs as well. Mostly, it's on the top of my arch, underneath the foot, and on the outside of my foot. Sometimes the pain shoots up my leg. I've taken homeopathic remedies as well as rested it. I took an x-ray, but they couldn't find anything. They just told me it's not a sprain. I would love to know what's going on. Thanks so much. Warmly, Isabella. So here's my response. Hi, Isabella. Your foot looks infected to me. Not only is it swollen, but I also see pus inside of your foot. Did anyone do blood work on you to find out if your white blood cell count was elevated? This would indicate an infection. When scanning you, I applied blue anti-inflammatory energy to your foot and could see what looks like a bacterial infection. Your foot is surrounded by a fuchsia-colored antibacterial energy, which tells me your body is working hard to combat the infection. I suggest revisiting your doctor for another consult. In the meantime, I got, that means I got information, I got suggestions from God, the universe, spirit, all of the above, Soaking that it would be a good idea for you to soak your foot twice a day in Epsom salts and that can help relieve the pain and swelling as well as help clear up the infection. By the way, Epsom salts is an old time remedy that's a chemical compound of magnesium, oxygen and sulfur. Use it only to soak your foot. Never ingest it. Can kill you. I'm told if you ingest it. So hope this information helps and hope your foot feels better soon. Now, When I scan somebody and I see infection, viral infections to me have kind of a light brown, watery consistency to them. And I can tell that somebody's got a viral infection when I see that in their energy field. Bacterial infections, however, look like this hot pink fuchsia color and it surrounds whatever the body part is that's infected and that's how I know that um, it's infected and that's antibacterial energy that I see with people um, when they have an infection. It's like the body doing what it needs to do to heal the the infection that they have wherever it may be. And it, it's funny because when my son was little, he would sometimes come down from come downstairs in the morning and say, Mommy, uh, I, I can't go to school today because my throat hurts. And I would scan him real fast. And I'd say, Oh, honey, I think your throat is just fine because I could see if he had a bacterial or infection or a viral infection. And since he was little, all of his buddies have been around me doing this all their lives. So... They're all grown and graduated from college now, and they, they call me or text me from all over the country, and they'll say, Miss Julie, can you scan me? You know, this hurts, that hurts. Something's um, not right. Do I need to go to the doctor? Do I need to get antibiotics? Um, what do I need? So, uh, so it's kind of fun. But those different kinds of infections show up in our energy fields, interestingly enough okay let me try another caller and see if we can this is the one I tried before and see if we can get them hi can you hear me hello well I guess not okay so I'll put them back on hold um, and Mary I'm going to come back to you so Mary can you hear me
2: I can thank Wait. you Julie.
1: you bet you bet talk to me about your dog was I it was
2: a cat. Um, had a nine-month-old cat, nine-month old cat okay.
1: um,
2: that is, uh, was one of seven. I had to put him to sleep yesterday. Oh. He, um, he gained an awful lot of weight suddenly, he had a tremendous appetite, and all of a sudden um, he was real lethargic, wouldn't eat, and he flipped over. I've never seen an animal do this. He flipped on his side. His leg went out. And urine came out, and I thought, that's it, he's gone. And a few minutes later, he got up and ate. Oh. And then that night, he went in the litter box, was eating litter. He fell over. I thought maybe he had a, a blocked urinary tract or something. I took him back, uh, and um, it turned out that he ha- they said he had leukemia, oh. feline leukemia, and his blood count was low, and he wouldn't make it two days.
1: Oh, I'm sorry.
2: That's... Uh, by what I'm telling you, does that sound right to you? That that is what caused.
1: Tell me was, your cat's name, Mary.
2: His name was Peanuts. He was very tiny when he was born,
1: oh. so he
2: got very heavy.
1: Let me see. First of all, he's his spirit is around you, um, and and it always will be. So uh, pay attention to that, Mary, because you'll um, sometimes. Feel like you see him, maybe, or that you hear him, or um, something will happen, and you'll think, "Oh, that's peanuts around me," and that's just letting him know. Let that's him letting you know that his spirit's around you, and it's intended to give you, um, give you comfort and make you laugh. So, um, okay. so the question is, did peanuts have leukemia? I get a yes on that.
2: Okay.
1: Um, do you have any questions for him? You want me to ask him?
2: Well. I mean, I, I guess I did the right thing, didn't I, to, That he wouldn't have—he wouldn't have improved in any way; it would have just suffered more.
1: Absolutely, yeah. He said that that's why his symptoms were the way they were to let you know that it was time for yeah. you to 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 help him because now, he was ready to go. Have,
2: have any of the others contracted it? Because they all seem healthy, but a couple of them go in and out and. I'm I'm a little alarmed finding that out. I, I'm, I'm hoping that the others are healthy.
1: I'm getting that it's not a problem with your others and that it's not contagious.
2: Oh, good, good, yeah. because he did say the others could have picked it up. And then I had a neighbor who was with me. She was kind of freaking out because she just lost one of her cats and then got a kitten. And she said, oh, my God, am I going to carry this back to... To my animals from being, you know, with the cage and all, and the, the um, doctor tried to reassure her that it was going to be okay.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Well, yeah. well, oh. it, it's interesting. Um, when I first realized that our pet spirits stay around us all the time, Mary yep. it was when my own mother was dying, and I was I had my radar on and off when we she was in a hospice facility when we were with her and lo and behold, these dogs that we had when, when I was a little kid, their spirits were in the room. And I thought, what? And then all these other dogs' spirits were in the room, and they were dogs. Saw awesome. them? Yeah, yeah. Whose pictures oh, yeah. I had seen when my mother was a child. And so it, it was interesting, and I've seen it for over 20 years now, when somebody is dying, all of their pets that they've ever had, they're, it's like they're guarding you know the patient. There, there. If you again, if you go to my website, askjuliarion dot and you go to the twelve phases of transition tab, you'll see on those graphics. You'll see I call it the dog pound. It's where the pets are, <laughs> and,
3: uh-huh.
1: and it's kind of over to the right. Um, if you're looking, if you're facing the person who's dying, but it's so funny, Mary, because sometimes when I'm scanning somebody who's dying. They'll have farm animals in the room and they'll be really? like a cow and a horse and ducks and chickens and, you know. That's amazing. And um And the first time I saw that was my husband's aunt was dying and her daughter asked me to scan her and... And I did, and I said, her daughter's name is Lynn, I said, Lynn, there are farm animal spirits that are in the room. And she said, oh, she grew up on a farm. Those were her pets. Oh, my. And Thank I you. started describing what they looked like. And she said, oh, yeah, that was Molly the cow and, you know, oh. Trigger the horse or whatever. And, you're
2: picking uh, up like a life, her life um, vibration, her, like you're seeing like her life, or do you feel like you're actually tuning into those, seeing those animals? Through the spirit
1: world, Is oh yeah, a- yeah, it's their spirits are there, and so are the spirits of um, the patient's loved ones, deceased loved ones, and family. And their um, their maternal, closest deceased maternal and paternal spirits are at their feet, and they anchor a line of angels that are there to help. And then other, sometimes hundreds, sometimes thousands of other spirits are there as well. But the animal spirits are there. And so I think that goes along with Indian lore and and other um, uh, spiritual traditions. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, when, when I found out my
2: mother had passed in the hospital, I had just gone home the night before and I was in bed when they called me. And I've never heard anybody say this, but I actually... I laid in bed, and I actually felt as if I felt the pressure on my leg, and I almost felt like my mother's spirit entered me, entered inside of me, and and like she was with me then.
1: Did anyone ever describe that? Um, No. No. How well, it felt like You know, The Exorcist, they described it in The Exorcist, but that was a movie that was back to Hollywood. But but I think what you felt was spirits are, they don't have mass, and so you felt her next to you, is what you felt.
2: I felt like she actually became part of me.
1: Yeah. well,
2: And, she, and I was even using terms of calling people honey and things she used to say and do, and I became like her personality.
1: Yeah, I haven't. I haven't ever seen that happen. And yeah, I, that's
2: how I felt. And I yeah. have. She's been gone ten years, and I always felt like she was right there with me. Right. I didn't, I
1: didn't what mean. a gift. What a gift. Yeah. Well, yeah. thanks, we Mary. Did. Thanks. Well, so thank, thank you
2: so much you for bet. confirming that I do feel better. You bet.
1: Okay. Take You bet. Bye. Bye. Okay. Let's go to another caller here. Hi. Can you hear me? Hello. Uh-huh. Hi. Hi, this is Julie. Yes, I can. What's your first name? This is Katie. Hi, Katie. Where are you calling us from?
4: I'm calling from Knoxville, Tennessee.
1: Oh, terrific. Beautiful
4: area. How may I help you? Well, I'm calling about my dog. We have a dog who is uh, between 12 and 13 years old, and he was diagnosed in the fall with the beginning of some kidney problems. And and um and he was doing really well. And then he just stopped eating the special diet food we were giving him. And we went away for a week because my daughter graduated from college and came back. And he seems in pretty good spirits, but now he won't eat even the other foods because we had to give him regular food because he wasn't eating the special diet food. And he just seems to be not interested in eating at all, which is really weird for him. And we're kind of concerned. We're sort of, you know, I... I don't know how badly he feels. I don't know if the regular food we're giving him is a good thing because we don't want him to starve to death or a bad thing because it's hurting him. And I'm trying to get some homeopathic drops in him and probiotics and sort of alternative medicine, things like that. But I'm not really sure if I'm, if I'm doing all that I can for him, and I want to make sure that we are doing all that we can for him.
1: Okay, what's his name again, Katie? His name is Zephyr. Zephyr, Z-E-P-H-E-R? Yeah. That's it. Wow. Cool name. Okay. What kind of dog is he? He's a mutt. He's a mutt. All right. He must be really smart.
4: He is very smart. <laughs> I bet.
1: I, I think mutts sometimes are the smartest of all the dog kingdom. All right. Let me get him on my radar. And, um I Yeah, his spirit's out of his body, like Coco with Trish, um, which tells me that he's dying. So I'm unable to scan him medically. Again, the spirit hangs on the top of the head, looks like the bubble in a cartoon, that, where the words go in a cartoon caption, Katie. And, uh-huh. um, and so I'm unable to scan him because it's like... The MRI isn't plugged in. What I can do is I can ask him, are you ready to go? No. Are you in pain? Yes. Does he act like he's in pain, Katie?
4: Well, he does have some arthritis, we know, because he limps coming up the stairs, but that's the only time I can tell for sure. Okay. Um,
1: I asked him, I said, is it tremendous pain? He's saying no. Is it tolerable pain? Yes. Yes. Do you give him medicine for it? I get a yes on that. Do you give him some medicine
4: for pain? We do. We do. Okay. And I'm I'm a little on the fence about it. We could give him a little more, but I know it also causes stomach upset and since he won't eat, I'm not sure what to do.
1: Yeah, he's um he's saying that the medicine helps. Let me ask him if he needs more. Minute. I'm he's getting a yes. It's okay if he does more medicine. Um what do you need? He he's telling me he needs to go outside more often. <laughs> can you okay? Can you let him outside more
4: often? <laughs> uh, we do that a lot, but I'm laughing because he loves being outside. <laughs> okay, well he's he wants to be outside even more than he okay, is right we now. we can do that. <laughs> so
1: um, do you want do you want to be? Let me ask him. Do you want to be left out all day? No. He's telling me four or five times a day we'll be fine. <laughs> he's a character. I can tell. He's you know. I think that we can see our animals smile, and this this guy he's got a sense of humor, um, as if a dog has such a such a thing. But he's he's a he's fun, isn't he? He
4: is. He definitely has a sense of humor.
1: Yeah, he's a fun dog. So he's saying if you can let him out four or five times a day, that would be really good. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay. Anything else? Could, anything else you I want me to he's ask him? giving him the painkiller. Yeah, he's the painkiller is a good thing, but we don't need to give him more than we're already giving him.
1: Well, he's saying more would be good.
4: More would um, be good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What I mean, is there I'm, anything we can do to convince him to eat more? I think he's
1: dying. I think he's um, trying to, you know, exit. So I think that's part of the process of him going through that. So I, uh, let me ask him and see, Uh, is there anything you want to eat? Okay. I just report what I get. He said carrots, cooked carrots. What's up with that? I don't know. I don't know. Try cooked carrots. Um, Okay. (laughs) Because they're sweet and they're mushy. I guess I don't, I, I don't know. Um, he's just saying cook carrots in water. How wild is that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so again, you may want to Google it and see if it's got some kind of nutrients in it for dogs, elderly dogs, or
4: something. I don't know. I never heard I know, that. You never well, that's know. Certainly something I can do though, and I just you know I want him, I want them to be happy as long as I can. Yes. Oh,
1: sure. Yeah, absolutely. So get them, get them water and cook carrots and let them out a lot. <laughs> okay. we
4: okay, Will do. All right. Thanks
1: for calling. Thank you, Julie. You bet. Bye-bye. Okay. I think that's everybody. Um, On the color line that I've gotten so far, and we're getting down to um, time here. So I want to, I want to read another question that came in online and, um, and see what we can do with that. So this one came from Denisa in Costa Mesa, California. And she says, Hi Julie, I just listened to an interview and came to look at your website. If I may ask, I've been experiencing what doctors call hormonal imbalances for many years now. I'm almost 37 and want to have a baby in the next few years and also want to have optimum health. Would you be able to tell me what I can do to stop some of these symptoms like hair loss, GI discomfort, cystic ovaries, acne, inflammation, and joint pain? Thank you a million times, Denisa. Here's my response. Hi, Denisa. When scanning you, I saw that your whole body is really inflamed. Once I got the inflammation calmed down, I saw a bunch of little bugs that look like ticks in your energy field. When I see that, the person either has Lyme disease or has the symptoms of Lyme disease. I believe it's the latter with you because during the healing, I watched all of the bugs get flushed out of your system. If you had limes, they would have been harder to remove. I get that you need to eat organic, gluten-free foods as much as possible, and in particular, avoid nightshade vegetables like eggplant, potatoes, peppers, and tomatoes. I believe you're allergic to them. A couple of websites that may be helpful are bulletproof.com and Hyman.com. The Bulletproof cookbook is terrific, and so is Dr. Hyman's Eat Fat, Get Thin, for what you're looking for. It's said that food's the best medicine, so do some research and pay attention to how you're feeling when eating certain things. I believe your body has the ability to heal itself. You just have to give it some help along the way. Thanks for your question. Okay. And then let's do another one. Michelle from New Zealand asked, Hi, Julie. I heard you on the LOA network with Jules, and I'd like to ask you to scan my body for health issues. Thanks, Michelle. And here's my response. Hi, Michelle. When scanning you, for the most part, you look just fine. Although you do look a bit tired. I'm getting you watch TV and read your smartphone and iPad right before going to bed. The light from these devices is activating your brain and not allowing you to sleep either long enough or soundly enough. So do your best to turn off all electronic devices an hour before going to bed. And for heaven's sake, avoid checking your phone if you wake up in the middle of the night. It's also a good idea to turn off the Wi-Fi and Bluetooth on your smartphone when you go to bed to lessen the EMFs. In case of an emergency, people can still reach you with a call. You may want to check out Ariana Huffington's Sleep Revolution book for more details on how you can get a great night's sleep. Thanks for your question. And then the last one came from Joanne in Altoona, PA, Altoona, Pennsylvania, and she asks, Hi, Julie. I've been suffering for 10 years with a combination digestive balance problem. They started at the same time, but no doctor sees any connection between the two. Both problems have kept me from leading any kind of a normal life and have made me pretty much homebound. I would appreciate any help that you can give me. Thanks, Joanne. My response, Hi, Joanne. When scanning you, I saw a viral infection. I believe it's a strain of the Epstein-Barr virus that was activated at the time your symptoms began after having been dormant in your system for many years. Epstein-Barr systematically affects the body by creating a neurotoxin that inflames the central nervous system. This can lead to complications with the adrenals and digestive system. It can also cause vertigo. There are over 60 strains of this virus, and in many cases, it first shows up as mono. The good news is it's treatable. I suggest you get a copy of Anthony Williams' book, Medical Medium. In it, he goes into detail about how to detect and heal the Epstein-Barr virus. Thanks for your question. Well, we're about out of time, everybody, so thank you so much for joining us. Please submit your questions online at AskJulieRyan.com or call us. We're going to be here. Every Thursday, and uh, it's going to be 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So please join us, and uh, I hope everybody has a great week. Thanks. Bye.
0: Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan, and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com.